Hello, and welcome to Nantucket After Dark, where we talk about sex, pleasure, love, relationships with spirit in the mix. I'm Dorothy Stover of Nantucket Love School, where we believe combining spirit and pleasure leads to deeper love. On today's episode, we are going to talk about quickie culture. So, for, and this one is for every single human adult. It affects us all. Quickie culture affects us all. Married, partner, single, complicated, whatever you want to call it. Quickie culture affects us and it is ruining sex. That is a bold statement and I'm going to make it and I'm going to stand by it. What's a quickie? If you're asking what a quickie is, I have the answer. A quickie is defined as a hastily performed act of sexual intercourse. Now, everything, even a quickie, has a time and a place. Raise your hand if you've ever had a quickie in a bathroom and an Nantucket restaurant or bar. Quickies can be fun. And if you're parents of young ones, a quickie may be your only option majority of the time. The issue is, when a quickie becomes your whole sex life, the long-term quickie sex life is where connection, intimacy, and mind-blowing pleasure go to die. I almost want to slap the person or people that decided that a quickie was a thing and should be the thing. Almost. Now, I don't want to for various reasons, but also quickies can be fun for sure. And when you're in a pinch, that's just what you need. But somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, we humans have settled for quickies. For some, we don't even know any different. You're thinking maybe a quickie is there, that there is, that's all there is. For someone listening right now, they don't even know that a quickie has been or is their sex life. And for that, that's why we're talking about it. Quickies are not the main meal. They were never meant to be the main meal. It's a fast food. A quickie is meant to occur when you're in time crunch and it's supposed to be sporadic. Sex is meant to be nourishing, healing, expanding. It's a powerful tool for connection to ourselves, to our partners, and to God. If that is rushed, we miss out on so many beautiful benefits, and often it can leave us feeling empty from the experience or exchange, even say in a marriage. Quickie culture most likely is the root of couples believing that sex is used to procreate and sex is used for male pleasure only. For many Westerners, for thousands of years, marriage has been a job, and everyone had their role. For many women, for thousands of years, sex was something that you grit and you bear. Once you have your babies, your job is done. Which tells me, for generations, quickie culture has been around. Couples not talking or taking the proper time to make sure a woman is ready for sex, or their partner is ready. Did you know that the vagina, when ready, will suck the penis right up, or really any object that you put in front of the vagina? That's when it's ready for sex. That's how you know. We will go further into this later in the season, but if you've never experienced it, whether you're in a heterosexual relationship or a lesbian relationship, then most likely you've had experienced the quickie culture sex life. Not everyone has been in quickie culture for generations. There are Victorian-era books on how a man can please his wife sexually. These books go into beautiful, great detail. Unfortunately, these books didn't go mainstream. Not surprising. The times were not ready. So 
why do I say we live in a quickie culture, sex life? The quickie sex goal is to have an orgasm as fast as you can. Having an orgasm is a race. The quickie culture, orgasm is the main and only goal. And if you don't have one, if you don't have an orgasm, then you lost the game. You can have incredible sex without having an erection. You can have an incredible sex without having an orgasm. Quickie culture is the race to the finish. One minute people feel like winners. I know because I used to be proud of myself for being able to have an orgasm in under a minute. I used to think an orgasm was all there was. And that's why we're continuing to have this conversation because quickie orgasms can leave people feeling depleted, tired, used, feeling used. Perhaps our needs aren't meant. And perhaps we even want sex all the time because we aren't experiencing the connection and pleasure we are searching for. And it can make us and our partners feel like bad lovers or not even realize that we're not pleasing our partner or not even tuning in to pleasing ourselves. This is what happens when cookies are our sex life. Again, quickies have their time and their place. If a quickie is your long-term sex life, then please listen on. So what's the cure for quickie culture? We've come to the end of the Nantucket After Dark, where I share just the tip. And we're going to give you two ways you can combat quickie culture. So here are the two ways. Number one, you and your partner ditch orgasms as a goal. Yep, I said it. (laughs) Take orgasms off the table. Follow the pleasure instead. Explore and enjoy each other for pleasure's sake. Orgasms are so awesome. They really are, but they are not everything. If you've ever had someone suck on your ear by someone who knows how, then you know what I'm talking about. If orgasms are off the table, even just 10 to 20 minutes, you'll transform your sex life. You'll feel connected to your partner. If you have a vulva or your partner has a vulva, you'll give space to become aroused. Women can have boners too. And this is definitely going to be an episode coming up in Nantucket After Dark. Stay tuned for that. If we take orgasms off the table, if we then give space to tickle, to stroke, to massage, experiment with hot and cold, experiment with sensation, experiment with sound and feel. And I'm not just talking about honor around the genitals. The whole body is a sex organ. Your skin is the largest sex organ right next to your brain. Follow the pleasure. Check in with yourself. Check in with your partner. Ask, what is feeling good? What do they want more of? Ask yourself, what is feeling good for you? What do you want more of? Play around. When we add in communication with yourself and with your partner, it's mind-blowing. In fact, there are over 14 different ways humans can have orgasms. If that number is blowing your mind, which often it does, it's more proof we're living in quickie sex culture. Number two, meditation and prayer. In other words, mindfulness. This I like to do before I hop in the sack with myself or with a lover. I suggest for clients and students as well. If you've never connected to God and called in God to support you and your partner during your sexual experience, you are missing out. A 10 on the pleasure scale can quickly become a 100. Off the charts. You just hit the divine world 
of pleasure. You'll be trying to catch your breath after lovemaking, saying things like, I didn't know my body could do that. So yeah, call in God. Here's one prayer I say. Thank you, God, for coming to my partner and I and infusing us with love. Thank you for us being connected to each other and for the highest outcome. Thank you for sending your angels of love and light to assist us in our lovemaking. After this, I usually will do a meditation. Even if I'm not sharing this with a partner, I still do this no matter if I'm by myself or with a partner. And I suggest this with clients too. I will then use a light meditation and visualization. And I will see light fill our bodies. Not only does this prepare the body for pleasure, but it aids in healing and even helping to manifest. There are many different ways and different prayers and visualizations to play around with. I suggest you play around with what feels good to you, not necessarily listen to what I have to say, but listen to what your intuition, how your intuition is guiding you, because that is God working through you. Not only did God create sex for procreation, obviously, but also to experience great pleasure and healing. All healing comes from God, and that can occur when God is called in which also so happens to be how we experience great pleasure. We humans instinctively know that touch and sex is is good for us. Mainstream has gone about it in a way that doesn't serve us in the long run. The quickie culture is like trying to build a house with nails and no, no tools. You can certainly build the house, but it's not going to be as effective or as enjoyable to build with as it would be with a hammer or a nail gun. So those are my two tips. Take orgasms off the table, mindfulness. There are plenty of other ways to combat quickie culture. We will get into this more during the season of Nanticoot After Dark. This is just the tip. For now, practice. I should also add, if you don't have a partner, this still works. You can still use these two tips for your self-pleasure. Still mind-blowing and transformative. In fact, even if you have a partner, I suggest this pleasure practice alone. A great way to connect with yourself and to know yourself and your body so that you are ready when you are with your partner. Also, self-pleasure is a great tool for self-healing. There are more ways to combat quickie culture, and we'll be sharing them more. But I would love it if there's anything that comes to mind for you, send it on over. Also. Let us know how this Just the Tip is working out for you. Are you excited? Would love to know more. And if you're looking to unblock yourself sexually, feeling embodied and empowered, I've created a dual workshop for you that you can grab today. These two workshops are the foundation of better sex, stronger orgasms, and experiencing more pleasure. Head on over to dorothydstover.com or you can head over to the Nanticoke Love School nanticatloveschool.com slash empowered and embodied. You'll find it over there. Thank you again, Nantucket lovers, for listening, for sharing. We look forward to sharing space with you again. Same sexy time, same sexy channel. Peace, love, and pleasure. Bye for now.